0: It's a fighting anime, a gender-bend romance, and it's got pandas. What more could you ask for? We had Casey watch Rama one-half, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you, as always, is me, your host producer, weep of all trades, and half-man, half-panda, PJ.
1: And me... Your gender bending, but for reals, main character, Skylar. And
0: with us as always is our brand new baby sheep to the anime world, always ready with a pot of hot water, Casey.
2: And I ran. I ran ma so far away, couldn't get away. Oh. <laughs> Casey.
0: Um. <laughs> well, based on Casey's intro, and I'm sure the name of this episode, you can guess that this week we are watching Ranma One Half. ranma one half uh, another journey into our classics month ranma one half has been around for quite some time obviously as you can tell just probably by watching it how pretty old it is but it is you know truly one of like the icons of the genre and hopefully once you watch it you'll see why it plays around with a lot of themes and a lot of ideas
2: that i think for the time were very different and even now are pretty different but we'll get to that you know what's interesting i could not figure out how to say this name of this anime i was like is it ranma half or is it ranma one half and i think that's Maybe telling of each of our, like, personalities. No, honestly,
0: I used to say Ronma half when I was a kid when I was watching this. Mm. But as I was, like, watching videos on YouTube later on in life, everyone's like, Rama one half, Rama one half. And I was like, I guess it's
2: Ronma one half. Isn't that kind of interesting, though? Like, I mean, that's how you would, I would think to say Ronma half, but it sounds better Ronma one half. Yeah, yeah, it does. I was going
1: to say, it's kind of like when everyone watched the first Harry Potter movie and you're like. Oh, her name's Hermione?
2: Oh,
0: yeah. That's true. That's true. It's not (laughs) Hermoyne.
1: Exactly.
0: Hermoyne. You know, Ron Harry and (laughs) Hermoyne.
1: Hermoyne. Classic (laughs) 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 Hermoyne.
0: Before we get to uh, Lost in the Weeds on this, as usual. (laughs) Lost in the (laughs) Weeds. Lost in the Weeds. Oh, my God. I'm stealing (laughs) that. Let's talk about, yeah, it is a confusing name. Based on the name alone, what did you think this anime was going to be about when I told you to watch it?
2: Okay, honestly... I thought of the Muslim tradition of Ramadan where they fast for a month from sunrise to sunset.
1: Interesting.
2: That's what I, like, just my mind went to. Dang. I had money on your mind going towards ramen. I know. Oh, Seriously? dang. Why did, I you know what? I don't know what it is. I think I have an earlier memory with Ramadan than ramen because I watched, um the Pr- <laughs> because you know what it is? Uh, the Proud family uh, had an episode on Ramadan and that taught me about it. So thanks, Disney Channel. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. Yes. You know also the name um the only other part of it is the half and I thought of like you know, like all those direct to like VHS Disney sequels, like Lion King, King one half. half. Exactly. I was like, is this like a sequel or like is a prequel? Like weird part to start.
1: It's a middle. Like
2: we're not going to show you any main stuff, Casey. We're going to show you the direct to VHS anime <laughs> that like no one cares about. We
0: showed you direct to VHS anime. They're called OVAs. That, that was what a course oh, party right. was. That's
1: mm-hmm. right.
2: We did do that. See, exactly. So that's what I thought this would be.
1: I just have to say, The Lion King Two is fantastic, and Kovu, he's hot as fuck.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: I mean, well Kovu, said. Kovu does it for a lot of people. My niece, who is the same age as me, actually like loves Lion King Two. It's one of her all time favorite movies. Like, she named her daughter Kiara after Lion King Two.
1: Yeah, uh, literally, when you told me she uh, was naming her daughter Kiara, I was like, like from Simba's Pride, and you're like, yep. <laughs>
2: I'm excited uh, to get into this Ramut one half. Jafar needs glasses.
0: So let's see what this Ramadan half movie uh, changed <laughs> to once you saw the poster.
2: Oh yeah, I looked at this and I was like, "Oh, this looks like like uh, probably because I've just been watching so much Wandavision. It's like an like a '90s sitcom kind of. And literally, when I saw the poster, I was like, "Growing pains. Like <laughs> that's what well, I, I like thought. I see that mine. a little bit because you know it's, they're like mine. almost back to back with like someone sprouting up in between them. When I saw this, like these are two parents and this is their child, and this is a family sitcom from the '90s, and they're doing like that the back-to-back thing, like you said, and like it's gonna be like a buddy cop thing. I don't know. It's very '80s, '90s.
0: It's like a show about like scientist parents who like put half of their DNA each into a kid, but like as like a clone, and it's half. Uh, you know, his name's like Randy, and her name is like Irma,
2: and now it's Ronma half. There we go. Is that not what this was gonna be? Ronma
0: mean... half. Ronma half. <laughs>
2: He's half his
1: dad
0: and half his mom. Now I mean, on that's Disney Plus.
1: Typically, what it, like a child is, right? Like, but like it's like
0: pure fifty percent, fifty percent DNA. Okay. And it's like a clone because they're uh, scientists who don't uh, do the duty.
1: Interesting.
0: Is that that DNA movie
2: Gattaca? Is that about that?
0: Yes. <laughs> so, let's talk about the characters on this poster since we're already on the topic. Let's go, I mean kind of
2: clockwise. So, we'll start with the girl in the back with the red hair. Looking at this red-haired child has given me like a realization about myself when I like see these posters. I don't know two things about anime. I don't well, I don't know a lot of things about anime, but I don't know I don't know anyone's gender and I don't know anyone's age. So, she could be a 10-year-old girl, or she could be a 400-year-old, like, man, who's probably like some sort of master or something like that, so who knows anymore? I just I realized that's a that, valid like, point.
1: Honestly, right? I think
2: you know so much about anime by that sentence alone, Casey. Oh, interesting. You know, I, I appreciate that positive perspective because I was just thinking, I'm like, who even knows anymore? Like, I'm looking at this poster, <laughs> and I think it's gonna be like, to the average eye, this is a red-haired, like, girl who's maybe like 9 or 10 or something like that, but it's probably like, a 400-year-old man who's a master with, like, a secret dragon inside or something like that. Ooh. I will say ages are maybe still a struggle for
0: you. I understand the 400. I think thinking this character's 9 or 10 is a little iffy on the age
2: gap, but I'll give it to you. I mean, they show teenagers' boobs in, like, every anime. So it's like, well, who, yeah. like what's appropriate anymore? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, you know, like,
0: we'll get to that. Honestly, keep that, keep that thought in the back of your head uh the girl
2: on the right with the black hair okay so this lady she's wearing like a maiden outfit and i can't decide if she and uh the next guy we're going to talk about are like a brother sister are they a couple i feel like she's a teen mom like mean, she i'm gonna she's go wearing like a schoolgirl outfit i
1: was gonna say maiden outfit
2: i it looked a little maideny to me like it looked a little old school maybe that's why I, I, I just don't maybe- think you know what maiden outfits are that's a specific thing.
1: When I hear Maiden, I think Maid Marion.
2: Oh, no. First of all, no one's Maid Marion. Second of all. Um, I was Maid uh, Marion. Skylar was made Marion. Actually, only Skylar is Maid Marion. That's actually true. <laughs> and Maid Marion, I guess. But okay, like, we have to put
1: those pictures on Instagram now.
2: Oh, my gosh. People are clamoring for it. Um, but no, like her outfit does look really old school, but, um, I'm going to go with my original assumption that that previous red haired girl is a child and that this girl is her te- her mom. And this girl is like a teen mom who works after school in like a cafe. And like, I, I thought her outfit was a little maidy, So it was probably a maid cafe because oh, it's so old like school. more like a maid, oh, than a, a maid, not
1: a maiden. Okay. No, I'm
2: like a maid. I apologize. A maid in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan. Jennifer Lopez, the anime. But, uh, (laughs) I think, would you watch it? Yeah. I'd watch it too. If it was, if I, just in the background. But anyways. I'd
1: rather watch enough.
2: Oh, for sure. Me too. So this is also colonial times where, like, being a teen mom wasn't so glamorous. Um so she's got to work at this after school cafe. I mean to be fair, if it was
0: colonial times everyone was a teen mom.
1: Yeah, I was going to say also there oh, would be an after school cafe if it was colonial
2: times. See, it's I'm getting all my references mixed together. Like it's also it's like somehow 90s like I told you. So where like this could be a thing, but also the outfits make me think it's a little more like old school colonial times. <laughs> Speaking of- like
1: gone back in time to set up like a maid shop for colonial people
2: hopefully she would have gone back in time to stop herself from getting pregnant but like, just say <laughs> like, do you guys remember, Um, speaking of teen moms, do you remember uh, do you that scene from Teen Mom where Janelle, she wouldn't go to her custody slash probation hearing because she had tickets to see the Kesha concert? And she's like, <gasps> I
1: remember that. And, they're, right? and she was like, they're like, you're going to go to jail. And she's like, um, can we just postpone? Like, I really need to go to this Kesha concert. Can I say, <laughs>
0: yep. as someone that has seen Kesha
2: alive, along with both of you. Mm -hmm. um i get it yeah i'd go to jail in a heartbeat for kesha i just love it she's sitting there in that cafe explaining to like the like baby daddy she's like i need you to take this child because um i got this kesha concert and like uh kesha's my icon and she just like starts crying it's so good i live (laughs) and that must have been like party kesha yeah yeah it was party kesha
1: it was definitely like animal
2: it
0: was yeah. Skylar in college Kesha. Skylar in college Kesha. Skylar, Absolute. first
1: year of college.
0: <laughs> and then let's finish off with the boy on the left in red.
2: Okay, like I said, continuing wait, on with the-
1: wait. You should have
2: done that for <laughs> this the girl guy...
0: at
1: the top. That's true.
2: Rats. <laughs> this guy in red. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, so this guy also continue with my little colonial vibes outfits. Both the hair and the outfit are, like, colonial style. But speaking of, we talked about Harry Potter earlier. Colonial
1: style. Why do you keep saying <laughs> colonial style? I don't know. Oh, this but colonial
2: is what style.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Psy could never. But, like, his outfit, like, this is what I envisioned when I was reading Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. And this is what I thought, like, what Tom Riddle Sr. would look like. Uh, is, like, this exact, like, kind of, like, ponytail, long, black hair but like kind of bad and edgy. Do you not get that vibe? Could you see that? Interesting. I'm
0: very curious. Like, I mean, I also like to now imagine that you imagined all Harry Potter characters as
2: 90s anime characters.
0: That's how I'm oh. going to envision that in my brain now.
2: Well, J.K. Rowling, not only transphobic, but she also, you know, steals from people. So Honestly, Ranma half <laughs> is basically Harry <laughs> Potter is what we're going to get to <laughs> I mean, hello. She, she wouldn't let uh, it be about Ramadan, and then she just stole it from these people, and she just ruins everything.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I love that. I love all of those theories and predictions about these characters. We'll see how many of them are true because uh, we're going to take a quick break to watch episodes one and two of the anime. And we'll be back. We encourage you all to watch episodes one and two with us. And we'll see you in a moment. So stay tuned. Alright, we're back and we watched episodes one and two of Rama
2: One Half. Casey, tell me what you thought. Woo. Um, this uh anime is different. I can't decide if it's like is it are they is it a commentary on like gender? Is it a commentary on like multiple personalities? Like I'm like, I don't know. I was confused by that. I cause like I don't obviously think it's 2020... either of those. I think you're
1: I think it's commentary on being Hella funny. I was
2: about to say, I think you're digging way too <laughs> deep into a very simple, fun anime. I, well, I mean, but I mean, I just think for, like for the, I guess maybe it's the 2021. Now I'm like looking back at this thinking like, wow, how progressive for them to do something.
0: like. I, I definitely do agree, right? Like they obviously play with gender a lot. And I think that's really interesting. I will tell you why they did it. It's not nearly as progressive as you would think. Not in a bad way. It's not bad way progressive either. I mean, not to jump ahead, but like literally the creator was like, I wanted to write a simple fun story. And she had literally always, because it's a female creator that wrote the manga, and she had Mm. made so many female-led manga. And this was her first male-led one. And she was worried that she wouldn't be able to write a male protagonist. So she just
2: made him half male. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Interesting. I appreciate that she she understood her limitations at the time.
2: That's so interesting. That makes more sense for the time because I'm like, I think if it had not been that reason, like, and it was more progressive of a reason, I think she would have gotten more backlash.
0: I agree. But you know, I mean, like, we'll get into this in a minute. I don't want to get too into the weeds on this, but I think there's an important discussion to be had here about that representation because regardless of if it wasn't like a serious topic, I think it's still a bold choice to make. But we'll get to that because I don't wanna put the cart before the horse.
2: Yeah, because horses hate that.
0: Did you at least have fun watching it?
2: I did have fun watching it. Like it was it took me on some twists and turns and like there's some good things I liked about it and there's some like I, what I wish I would've could have gotten more out of it. But we'll get into that. Well before we get into
0: that, obviously, as always, we have some housekeeping to do. So Rama would have started as a manga in nineteen eighty seven and ran until nineteen ninety-six. It was published in Weekly Shonen Jump and was created by Rumiko Takahashi, again, yeah, mostly known for female-led manga at the time. What else has Rumiko Takahashi done that you like, Skylar?
1: Um, Inuyasha, a little uh, classic ditty.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know this was the same creator as Inuyasha. You didn't? No, I straight up did not know that. Aww. Honestly, it makes total sense because as we were watching it, I was like, wow, that character's pose reminds me a lot of Kagome. That character's pose reminds me a lot of Inuyasha. So she clearly has a signature style. Yeah. Wow, she never really got out of the half-man thing, huh? Half-man, <laughs> half-woman, half know- half-man, half-dog.
2: PJ, I think you're seeing it only half-man, but you see it's one whole man and one whole woman. I'm a man-half-full kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which half that's the question <laughs> <I'm> just kidding <laughs> the anime
0: began airing april of 1989 and only ran for 18 episodes before it was canceled and this run was directed by tomami mochizuki and was done by studio dean for fuji tv not to be discouraged though the show was slightly retooled and picked up again this time directed by kohi Sawai and juji Nishimura, and this time it ran from october 1989 until september 1992 for an additional 143 episodes. So clearly wow. that ritual worked out for them very well. Right. But I and yeah. many fans of Rama one a few of those first 18 episodes are like the best part of the series, even though the rest of it is still very good.
2: This is not considered a um this is a sh- is this a shonen or Yes,
0: no? it is a shonen. I mean, pretty much most fighting or male-led animes are usually considered shonen unless they're kind of like a separate genre.
2: I wasn't sure because like they're the storyline to me seems like it seems more romance based i guess like at the core of what it's supposed to be about maybe long term
1: oh you know i could see that um
0: I mean and I mean I will honestly say Rumiko Takahashi I think does such a good job of blending shonen and shojo. Like to the accept yeah. that there are constant debates about a lot of her work, especially now that I know she does Inuyasha, about what it falls under. Because there's a lot of anime fans that will debate a lot whether Inuyasha is a Shonen or a Shoujo. And they have those debates about Runmo one half as well. I actually just recently read this this like tweet thread like literally like two days ago about who Rumiko Takahashi usually listed amongst like the greatest shojo creators, but realistically most of her work really should fall under shonen. But because she does so many like not female side characters, but secondary female protagonists, people are right. like, well, I don't know what this is because most, you know, shonen don't really do that. It's mostly like a male lead strictly. And then he has a lot of side characters and there's usually one female to three females in there. Right. Mm,
2: exactly. She
0: really is kind of like a bridge, I think, almost between shonen and shojo, because she is a female writer. She is still telling the stories from her perspective. Because of that, I think there's a lot of debate. But I think at the end of the day, mostly she falls under shonen.
1: And Ronma One Half is martial arts and part romantic comedy, but uh, it did appear in a shounen magazine.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it's Weekly Shonen Jump, the shonen magazine.
2: Do you think we can get into that magazine?
0: That's not how that no. magazine works. <laughs> it's it's basically uh. the magazine is basically just manga published in a magazine format.
1: Whereas uh, my favorite was Shoujo Beat, which I was subscribed to all throughout high school.
2: Let's see if we can get on the cover. <laughs> I don't think I again. Know, you don't. I know what it how is. These magazines work. Listen, I think we've been a. I especially me. I've been advocating for these uh, shonen uh, animes throughout our podcast and I think I would be a great cover <laughs> model. Um,
1: unless you were a character in a manga, you wouldn't be able to be on the cover. Uh,
2: yeah, I've been yeah, told yeah. I'm quite the character. Uh, oh,
0: well, before, before we debate this for much longer, <laughs> let me just kind of run through episode one and two super quick so we can just kind of discuss what we like and didn't like about it. So, I mean, episode one starts with A panda and a girl fighting through the streets of Japan until uh, they are dragged to the house of this family, where the father tells the three daughters that a potential fiancé for one of them is going to be coming with his father. Eventually, Ranma and his father show up and they're female. And panda form, though, we don't know that yet. And, you know, they start introducing themselves, and everyone's kind of disappointed. They realize Ranma's a girl, and they're all very disappointed. But then Ranma (laughs) jumps into the hot shower, uh, as does his father, and we reveal that they are actually cursed from a curse they got while training in China, which we'll get into that problematicness uh. later Ooh. and you know obviously the girls are all very shocked that this is actually a boy a lot of drama ensues uh the three sisters are there akane nabiki and kasumi and nabiki and kasumi essentially kind of like push akane forward and they're like it's settled then akane and ranma are engaged now and they're both like uh <laughs> that's not gonna be a thing but the next day uh akane and And Ranma head to school. We find out that all the guys in the school are obsessed with Akane, and they all want to date her. And they do this by essentially attacking her every morning. (laughs) Because we find out that like the class president was essentially like, you can't date her unless you beat her in combat. No one does. She fights off like 50 men every morning. But then like the class president, who's like the strongest guy in school, goes to challenge her. Uh, Ranma steps in, and they have a fight. A lot goes on, and we end the episode with Ranma. And him falling into a pool. Maybe Ronma's secret is about to be discovered by the school. Who knows? That's where we end our synopsis.
1: Okay. So, right off the bat, I would like to say the dad, not the panda dad, other dad, he is like the king of like comedic faces. Oh, Sona's so funny. Racking up.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, he's always pretty funny. Uh,
1: According to my notes, I just wrote, hell yeah feminism and i'm assuming it pertains to arranged
2: marriage <laughs> skylar saw arranged marriage and She said feminism
1: no
0: i mean like again so like i mean like to talk about gender in this show right again while i i think at the end of the day it really was just like her being like i just wanted a some fun simple idea and i thought this would be cute i think it's still really kind of you know interesting right i think societally you know not super common i mean it's gender band that's like literally on the complete physical level. And I mean, I think today, I, I think there's probably a lot of people that honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like there is a transgendered person out there that kind of had an awakening watching, watching Rama one half, even if it was just meant as a joke originally. Mm.
1: Sailor Moon season five call. They want their gender bend on a physical level back. Also, I think Rama one half came out before. I was about to five.
2: be like, mm, I'm pretty sure this <laughs> beat that by like a few years. <laughs> but but we stand only sailor moon in this house (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah i completely agree with you pj though like i i could see someone being like experiencing an awakening like through this i think especially why having a character that is simultaneously showing the difference between living a male, like, male-led like life and a female-led life and seeing the differences and seeing how they're treated in this show could totally do that.
0: Right, and they do talk about, even in just the first two episodes, a lot of, like, gender ideology, you know? And especially considering, like, you're right. Ranma is treated very differently as a girl and as a boy. And, I mean, that's, you know, pretty obvious just in the way that even just the sisters interact. And obviously the fact that, like... You know, I mean later on in the episode, like there's a point where he's seen naked by Akane and as a girl, like when he's a boy, she's like super upset that he saw her naked, but when, you know, he's a girl, it's like different for them. It's very interesting.
1: Speaking of that though, really quick, when he's like transformed back to the man version in the bath and she just opens up the door, sees his penis and just like slowly backs out of the room.
2: That was so funny. I was
1: I was Laughing dying.
2: at that. Oh my gosh! I was like, "Cause she had." There was such. It was like not immediate the reaction, but she like just slowly. It was so good because I mean, she was also fully
0: <laughs> no. nude too. Like I mean, as a kid, I was even like, "Wow, those are nipples." <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> well, watching it i was just like oh wait there's nipples? because i mean
0: obviously because this show did air in america right at some point and obviously it was censored usually but i watched this on spanish tv channels a lot of my early anime watching was on spanish tv channels where they did not censor any of the stuff that they censored in the american dubs oh, on spanish tv they're all about free in the nipple i mean have you seen our news anchors Wow
1: um before they <laughs> revealed that he was a man i really appreciate the like the kindness and softness akane has towards her him and i was just like let's go lesbians let's go honestly
0: because she does go go like the whole like i hate boys but then when it's once it was you know female rama she's like oh like let's take a bath together
2: <laughs> Oh, my gosh. By the way, speaking of, like, the way they treat her as a girl, what was with one of the sisters aggressively she grabbing kept, her boobs? And like not, <laughs>
0: not even just at first, because obviously, like, the way that they realize it's a girl at first, because they're just like, wow, what a pretty boy. And the dad hugs Rama. And as he's hugging her, he's like, why do I feel boobs on my chest? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other he, sister comes up and just, like, grabs him, like gives him, like, a full squeeze and says, this is a 100% girl oh god honk honk that's what was happening it was so aggressive in japan it's not honk honk it's pafu pafu for when you really? squeeze <laughs> boobs together it's pafu pafu Oh
2: okay. Oh, I I know
0: this was a no, real thing. I, I only <laughs> know because I will when we eventually do Dragon Ball. Master Roshi is like a total perv, and what he always wants to do to Bulma and he is he's always like
2: I want a pafu pafu. Oh, oh my god, god. I am mad. I thought you were gonna say is like you and Skylar. We are like, hey Skylar, can I Hong Kong? She's like, no, but you can pafu pafu. I mean
0: TMI. I have squeezed <laughs> Skylar's boobs before and said pafu pafu. <laughs>
1: I did not know what you were talking I thought you were speaking gibberish. Oh, my God. That's Oh, great. my God. I've never heard you laugh like that. That <laughs> uh, was, was so unexpected. <laughs> Honestly, PJ, I just thought you were speaking gibberish. I've never baffling, paid it any attention. <laughs> all right weird little man
0: (laughs) my weird little husband man
1: (laughs) (laughs) i keep saying little but you're so tall god but i mean like even
0: outside of like the construct and gender and stuff i think it's just really interesting the way that this I mean, it really makes so much more sense now that you've told me that she also did Inuyasha because, like, she's so oh, good at very really. Maroku. Well, not even that. I mean, yes, Moroku. Uh, not even just that, but she really is really good at blending, like, that action and comedy really well because all the fight yeah. scenes are choreographed so well.
2: Oh, yeah. They're, those cor- those scenes are so good. And, like, are, do I think they're a little gratuitous? And, like, between the dad and him, because it's a little bit annoying? Yeah. How but so? you know what? They're still really good. I I don't know the dad and him are just like a bit much for me sometimes like I like it's it was cute and then they keep throwing each other in the water it's like I get it you keep changing it's cute it's fun but like you did it literally twice I'm tired of it if it felt like more
0: than that are you sure
1: I literally was like stop it.
0: i was like so i mean but yeah, the changes someone, like, keep happening right so like when they're fight, i think because a lot of it does happen when they're fighting so like they only threw each other into the water the two times when they were back in the room but the when they were fighting on the fence uh when he trips him he accidentally falls in the water and then the other one like this old lady is randomly throwing water out of her house and he gets wet so like it happens a lot while they're fighting but they only do it to each right. other the two times um right. in my
1: notes i wrote down Wow, this is H2O. <laughs> <laughs> Emma! Emma!
0: Uh, do you want to know how much worse it would have been?
1: <laughs> Leo! Is
0: the original concept she had was he changed every time he was hit. Oh, uh, grim. That sucked. Well, yeah, I
2: guess so. I was like, abuse!
1: <laughs> well, I mean, as like a martial artist, I was like, Mah! well, I mean, but he's clearly very good
0: at yeah. not
2: getting hit, right? Like,
1: yeah, that is the mm-hmm. whole point.
0: I mean, like, and I love uh when he's fighting. I forget the the like big guy's name, like the the guy that Skyler wouldn't shut up about how hot he was.
1: Oh, you mean Tuxedo Mask?
0: He did throw that flower. For sure, that's what I literally she, like, caught, And I was waiting for the. <laughs>
1: they kind of did like a little Spanish overlay, oh, but like
0: that was Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> But, you know, he comes out and he's like, I'm here to fight for you. And, like, they do the whole thing. But when they fight, you know, he's constantly avoiding him and everyone's impressed. But they do, like, their final blow on each other before the rain comes and Panda Dad comes storming through. When the f- where like the he does hit him down. on the neck but Ranma like hits him on the head in a way where he spells his name in kanji but he's like not even mad that he spelled his name in kanji he spelled he's mad
2: that he spelled it incorrectly oh my god it's so funny and then when the, the other sister he's talking to he's like you spelled it wrong she's like shouldn't it be this way and he's like i hate you and she's like i and okay i was like that. damn like- <laughs> the sexual tension is fire
1: I really, uh, <laughs> I literally said, "Damn, Kuno and Nabiki is sexy," which says mm-hmm. a lot about me.
2: Well, it's tuxedo mask, <laughs> so <laughs> it's literally tuxedo mask. <laughs> he had a really dramatic introduction where he talked about he's like the blue thunder or whatever. It was really long. And then,
1: like, he literally like would ask questions and not let anyone speak
2: none none at all it was so much uh can you relate casey Uh, no never at all and in (laughs) fact i'm going to talk about myself for about three more hours no i'm just kidding (laughs) um by the way back to the water thing i did think like if like some of my like friends that are like trans i'm sure they were looking at that if they've watched this anime and they're like wow so they just threw some water on and that's how they got they uh transitioned that must have been real easy for them (laughs) like (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> if only it were that easy and affordable
1: <laughs> yeah you just have to go to china and get cursed by a dead person well because every um, single
0: one of the springs has a different effect so like the dad falls into the one the, the spring of the drowned panda Rodma falls in the spring of the drowned girl there's another character later called shampoo who fell into the spring of the drowned cat and when she gets wet she
2: turns into a cat uh, which fun fact ranma is terrified of cats <laughs> Interesting. By the way, on that note, would you guys rather be a, be in the body of a drowned panda or a drowned girl? Girl, 100%. And she comes with makeup already applied? Easy.
1: Mm, yeah, I would say girl. It's a
2: tough call for me because, like I, like, I don't know. Horrible things happen to young girls. And, like, she's already drowned. it's kind It of would be like, interesting, the fact that I would turn into, like,
0: a, like, you know, 14-year-old girl. That's the interesting part. Like, because at least, like, he's, like, a 14-year-old boy that turns into, like, a 14-year-old girl. I would be, like, a 27-year-old man turning into a 14-year-old girl. Mmm. Good point. Good point.
2: I was thinking with, like, they're, like, she's in the body of a drowned girl. I was, like, is this the grudge? Is that the drug dr- grudge? The, or ring. The, the ring. I was, like, which one of them the has the, the drowned ring? girl in it?
1: Yeah, she drowned <laughs> in a well. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> <casually speak.
2: laughs> she just drowned in a
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fun fact, though, uh, a lot of Chinese ghost stories are about drowned people. There's actually, I cannot remember the name, but there's a very famous spring in China that they're like, do not go to alone. You will see this drowned woman and she will murder you. And I think um, specifically they're called uh, Shui Gui. And they're specifically water ghosts. um, And they're ghosts of drowned people because that just happens a lot, apparently. Also, so sorry if I pronounced that wrong.
0: Fucking canceled. (laughs) Speaking of racism, let's talk about (laughs) how this trend that we have always talked about on this podcast, but this is really indicative of it. Goddamn, the Japanese are racist towards the Chinese.
1: Yeah oh yeah racist towards the chinese like once again like
0: i also i love it because like oh you love racism. i love racism oh pj uh, i love that it's such a standard over there because you know like obviously a, a lot of american racism towards asians is very unified right it's like asia you know it's like chinese japanese whatever but like obviously there's so many differences like Chinese people look insanely different from Korean people, from Japanese people. And obviously even in those societies, everyone looks different from each other, but it's so interesting because a lot of the American like racism towards Asians, that's what the Japanese have specifically to the Chinese. Like they draw the Chinese character with like very small eyes, and they speak very broken Japanese. Like even their subtitle is, and, those huge and lips. yeah, everything about it is so racist. And like even their dialogue is like "no no go in hot spring, hot spring of drowned girl." Like it's very like, oh god, yeah, oh my gosh,
1: I feel like. I mean this is the 90s. I'm not saying that excuses it cuz it's awful, but a lot of anime in the 90s treats um, like definitely makes Chinese people the punchline just like America made gay people the punchline in the 90s. Yeah,
0: uh, I must have been 90s. really suck to be a Remember gay be Chinese fan of the 90s.
2: Oh my gosh. You oh. know those Japanese people when they're like ri- they were like writing this or whatever And, like, they're thinking about all that, like, American racism that's toward, um, like, Asian countries. They're just, like, looking at China. They're like, that's not about us. That's about you guys. (laughs) (laughs) They just see all of the, like, just terrible. Because, God, like, I mean,
0: and obviously, to kind of take it to, like, a more serious note right now. Obviously, as we're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, hate crimes towards Asian people have been insanely on the rise. And obviously, it's something that is very unfortunate and very terrible. And, you know, I mean, racism towards Asians has always been, like, a a small part of American society, Uh, and it's just unfortunate that it's growing, especially right now. But I feel like, for a long time, it was, like, quote-unquote, the most acceptable form of racism, because for some reason, people are like, but they're the Asians, it's fine. Like, you can't say, like, you know, societally, you can't say racist things about, like, black people or Hispanics, because, like... They're different. But the Asians, it's fine. And I've never understood that mentality, why it was, like, okay well, for that.
1: Honestly, I just recently had to explain to my stepmom that um, MSG is not bad for you. And it's literally, like, American propaganda, like, against giving business to Chinese restaurants. I know. And, and I think,
0: actually, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it a little more, it probably comes from, like, the model minority myth. Right? The fact that, like, for a long time, especially in, like, the, the early part of the 20th century to, like, the middle part of the 20th century, America really propped up Asian people. And they, like, You know, they went to the Asian countries and they recruited like essentially like they allowed to immigrate the best and brightest and smartest from those countries so that they could essentially then turn to black and Hispanic people and be like, well, see, these immigrants did it. Why can't you? But meanwhile, they're giving them every opportunity in the world. So they then Asians became this like model minority. Right. They became the ideal and they were kind of seen as, like, the secondary tier while everyone else was the third tier, yeah. which I think then allows I mean, people to be like, but, you know, the Asians are okay, so we can be a little fucked up to them, which is not okay. Right.
1: Well, I think, yeah, a lot of that comes to, like, way after the exploitation of making them the build railroads? and die for our railroad yeah. systems.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's also, like... I don't know. I think it's American society also like just they do so much to prevent like different Asian cultures, which they collectively just call Asians, like from having any sort of humanity. Like I was watching, um, forgot what show I was watching. There was an a lead that was from an Asian country, uh, Asian descent, excuse me, and like they were like actually portrayed in like a sexual way, and I was like, oh, like we don't have that many like sexual, I guess like you know what I'm talking about, like I guess Asian a descent i guess actors actresses models whatever portrayed in like that kind of way in our society yeah no i I agree
0: and i've been really enjoying like this renaissance of asian entertainment specifically in the last like decade or so like oh yeah obviously like you have things like crazy rich asians but you also have things like fresh off the boat which you could argue both are still like performative in a little in a little bit of a sense but you know you have things like always be my maybe and all these other things that are like wow like Asian people, parasite. parasite. Well, I mean, parasite is Korean. I mean, more like American entertainment. But like, you have you know Koreans and uh, Japanese people and Chinese people really getting to finally start to have to finally getting to start to have a foothold in American entertainment, which they've kind of been fighting for for so long. You know, outside of like your Jackie Chan's and your Lucy Liu's and Sandra O's, like it really hasn't been a breakout. You've had your tokens, but we're finally starting to get Asian stories told in America, and it's really exciting. But obviously, that additional exposure comes with. You know, the more problematic side of our country, which is a, a lot of it getting worse towards them, especially mm-hmm. when you had a president that for so long called this virus that is ravaging our country the, the China, China virus. virus.
1: Um, I was gonna say, it's also problematic um, that, like, when Indian people are just like, yeah, we're from Asia, and then you have dumbass Americans being like, mm, not really, like, you're Indian, you're not Asian. They're like, literally. We're part of the Asian mm-hmm. continent. Yeah,
0: I think a lot of that, uh, a lot wow. of that area falls off in people's minds of Asian because they're like, yeah, you know, Asians. Like, but the, and then they're like, and then there's Middle Easterners, and it's like, okay, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wrong. Yeah, and obviously, not to say like, you know, obviously, a lot of the current you know wave of asian violence has been more directed towards like you know the chinese japanese koreans etc of the of the americas and other countries of the world but i think it's also important i agree scholar to represent the fact that indians and a lot of other countries are part of the asian mix of people just tend to kind of ignore but let's kind of step off this soapbox <laughs> it's uh, you know it's a very important topic and i'm glad we discussed it but uh we
2: are supposed to be just a dumb dumb joke joke anime podcast um actually i have another um uh topic from this uh, anime i thought was pretty serious and i, I it's kind of controversial and there are still like in some places they're still doing this, but, you know, in this anime there's talk about um, arranged marriage, you know, between Akane and Rama. So, like, I don't know, the arranged marriage thing, I know it's kind of controversial as well. But before we go into talking too seriously about it, question for you guys. If you guys were going to arrange marriage, each of us in this podcast, to one anime character, what You're would are like, be? Here's a super serious topic, but let's make, like, a little fun Cosmo game about it. <laughs> Yeah, because it, I was like, you know what, this is serious, but I'm like, we've also, been serious, we've been talking serious. Let's minute. make it fun. I agree,
1: Casey. Yeah. I straight up thought you were gonna ask uh, PJ and I who we would arrange marriage Eva to our doc.
2: Interesting. Well, yeah, answer no, no, that no, no, too. No. All right.
0: Uh, I think Casey and I have to agree on Skylar. Skylar and I have to agree on Casey's, and you and Casey have to agree on mine. So I think, I don't know. For you, Skylar, who do you think Casey should should who who should we marry him off to?
1: Joey Wheeler. Oh, I was gonna
0: say Giorno no. Giovanni, uh, but it's funny because wow. Giorno Giovanni and Joey Wheeler have the same color hair and basically the same outfit. Now that I think about it,
1: hell yeah!
2: So you we're guys, just gonna go with Joey. If you Wheeler. just knew that I don't. Uh,
1: no, we know uh, you hate Jew- Joey Wheeler, Casey. That's why I chose it. But then Yo, have, Casey, you would get have over that here. sexy We're back and forth, you know, like I hate you. I hate you. Let's mush faces together.
0: So you're marrying Joey no, there Wheeler. No, there'd be no back and forth. It would only be you're hate. marrying Joey Wheeler. <laughs> Fine. It's arranged. You don't get a choice. What about for skylar It's Who's true. You pair her up with Casey. Tuxedo mask. Wow. You're being really nice considering how mean she was to you.
2: <laughs> well, because I'm a good person, and I want everyone on the podcast to know that oh, I'm a good person. Sh-
0: uh, we'll arrange for you with Tuxedo Mask. I
2: think you deserve. She's only going to like guys who look like Tuxedo Mask, so it's either this guy, Tuxedo Mask, or the off-brand Tuxedo Mask from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. yeah, you, Do me now. Okay. Um, okay. Let me think. Really I already. Quick. Okay. Uh, also, I have
1: got to get the strap on to do you.
2: Uh, I'm ready. Oh, there we go. Skylar, um, I think, okay, do you remember when we watched Food Wars?
1: I mean, I remember. I just, I don't know if I'm going to agree, but continue.
2: Okay, I think the evil boss lady who orgasmed the first time when she ate the food. I think that'd be a good match for PJ. <laughs> I do
1: like that. Let me let me think about it a little bit more. I would love to see PJ try to rein in L from Death Note.
2: <laughs> Ooh, I don't know who that
0: is, but I'll trust you if know, it's good. I know.
1: I know. Let me try to think of someone else. I was like think of
0: someone Casey knows, Skylar G.
2: What about Brock? I think I think they're too similar. I like them both.
1: Wouldn't that be good though?
2: No, What about similar. all more... of the Cerulean what? sisters? I'm offended that you think I'm similar to Brock. I love Brock. Why are you offended by that? He is a very nurturing person. I'm not a who, lech. Like, has like this pet fox. I don't know what that is. Maybe you, you are. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a cad. You, I'm not a lecherous prevert. <laughs> I think PJ should be with Rangay from Oran
0: Host Club. I, I honestly, Ooh. I love a good crazy chick. So like, I'm down.
2: Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously.
1: Honestly, she would uh, shower you with that <laughs> obsessive affection that you oh, so yeah. crave. I love a good, like, yandere.
0: <laughs> like, I want a girl to go insane for me.
1: I was going to say, but at least she won't kill you. She's, like, a couple steps away from it. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go with Renge.
2: Skylar, can you give us a Renge laugh real quick? <laughs> <laughs> hit us with that real it's quick it's
0: my favorite thing you guys oh god we've talked a lot but we haven't talked that much about the anime
1: i know we went super off topic today
2: but i mean i think it was important um what about the relationship between akane and which my ranma like it's hostile like right now i'm wondering how that's gonna go for. yeah but
0: like there's also like a lot of i think it's really interesting because it's very hostile but i think it's a they both don't necessarily like the idea that they're being forced together but obviously they'll probably like learn to kind of like each other yeah but even outside of that i think there's already clear signs that like she is kind of attracted to how powerful he is and he's kind of attracted to how powerful she is
1: right and um i just wanted to talk about that one time where he's like oh mm, well i mean you hate boys and she's like yeah you're right i do hate boys i don't hate men though yeah <laughs> hell
2: yeah she's cool she is um, super cool
1: one point, one of them says wretch, and we just need to bring that back as an insult. It's true. What's it mean? You're a wretch.
2: Okay, that does not explain anything. <laughs> Have you ever asked somebody to explain something and then they just repeat what they just said and then didn't know the is question? Like,
0: it's like an a unhappy bad person. person. Yeah, it's like usually. Despicable. Yeah,
2: despicable is like a good thing.
0: Like, you're a wretch. Like, wretched. You know, you've heard the term wretched before.
1: A scoundrel. Ruffian.
0: Oh, a yeah. cad. No, a CAD isn't. Oh. A cat isn't yeah. a wretch. That's different.
1: I've been trying to bring back Cad you can't. into our household. You can't, a lot, I won't allow he's, it. He's not letting me, Casey. You need to move back. The
0: only CAD I know Where- <laughs> is the design program. Where my programming nerds at modeling. I know Cadbury.
2: I know and I know what a chat is, but not nothing <laughs> in between. You CAD. just gave me the perfect
1: idea for another Photoshop project.
2: Gosh, gosh. The only other thing I really wanted to talk about
0: was the fact that, like, A, I kind of think it's so messed up that he, like, the the jock guy kind of got up in front of the school without acknowledging her opinions at all and was like, if you want to date her, you have to beat her in combat, first of all. yeah, messed up that she had no say in that. Second of all, isn't it wild that every morning she has to literally fight, like,
2: 60 guys? It
1: must be so exhausting. I could barely like do the bare minimum in the morning when I wake up.
2: You guys, it was colonial times. <laughs> you need to get out of here. Yes.
1: The nineties. <laughs> colonial times. It's,
2: it was colonial nineteen ninety one. Oh wait, I'm born in nineteen ninety one. That makes you sound old. Uh ancient ass Casey over here.
0: <laughs> colonial into Case. the Santa Maria and Casey was on all three. <laughs>
2: It was It was, I, I was, It was. was. was I. those three, and then it was me next to them on a sea-do, on a jet ski. <laughs> How'd you get a sea-do? In full colonial bathing I'm suit. I'm in my colonial sea-do. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, is that a band name? Colonial, colonial sea-do? Dew Doesn't is sound now. like it? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> That's gonna be the bite for the this. That's gonna be the audio like clip for this. It's the colonial siege. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe. Uh, can I also
2: say I think it's so
0: interesting uh, because this was the nineties, right? So it is like it's so interesting because it's not like that long ago, but it's like a slightly antiquated time because we kind of didn't get into full progressivism yet. And he at one point is like, I could never like fully fight you because you're a girl. But all these other guys sexism. are like willing to go in, but like he even is like they're probably not holding sexism? back because you know you're a girl and it it brings up that interesting debate and i don't want this to get a serious conversation because i could do like an hour-long serious conversation about this about like the role of like fighting women in a society for men
1: interesting yeah
2: there's a similar conversation being had in wrestling right now about intergender wrestling it's interesting
0: because like yeah (laughs) wwe is kind of like late to the party in terms of like if intergender wrestling should be a thing but like tna's been doing it forever yeah yeah China was really like the only one, but it was because they were like, yeah, this managed brute, China. Oh god, I love that mannish uh, brute China. To be clear, I don't <laughs> think China's a managed brute. I think China was hot as hell. But that's
2: what that would let. that was like the, you know, the mentality. PJ, you're you're fixing what the anime did wrong because this anime was anti-China and you're being oh. pro-China right now. <laughs>
0: But I will say it's true. Like, the only women that WWE specifically has ever let fight men are, like, these Amazonian, like, built, like, Beth Phoenix in China. They get to fight the boys. But over at TNA, like, it's just, like, their knockout. One of their knockouts, like, just this regular frame, like, obviously athletic build because she's a wrestler woman, was their TNA champion for,
2: like, seven months. Like, Yeah, it's amazing. I love.
1: Um, Not to go too dark, but have you guys ever noticed that, like, um, if you're talking to, like, a really toxic man and you're just talking about basic equal rights. and like, Equal uh, rights. Uh, equal you want fights. equal rights? Then I get to hit you. It's just like, do you go around punching men everywhere? Equal like, rights.
0: Equal fights. Equal rights. Equal lefts.
1: Like, hell yeah. Like, let's fuck it up. But, like. How often are you just walking up to men and punching them in the face? Every like, time that someone... Right.
0: I hate that because whatever... This is like, again, when I said I didn't want to get too heavy with this and I could talk about it for an hour, this is the topic that I, that I didn't want to talk to you <laughs> about because I could talk about this for an hour, is the fact that these really toxic men, when they hear women are going to get equal rights, they're like, then I get to punch them
2: real hard. And it's like, What? <laughs>
1: Nothing was stopping you from punching us real hard in the first place.
2: Yeah, just some sort of common sense that that's a bad idea. Don't punch
0: anyone real hard. How about that? How about Swift rule? Don't punch anyone real hard unless they punched you first.
1: I was going to say, if you're going around, like you'll still go to jail for punching a man. It's assault, no matter what the gender is.
0: Yeah, you punch me in the face, I'm pressing charges. You're going to catch a case. Good job. I'm glad you guys avoided this getting really heavy. (laughs) Look, It's fine. (laughs) I love this anime. I love that it's brought out a lot of important discussion. And I feel like we honestly kind of did get to all the important topics in the anime, even if we kind of branched off of them. So I think this is where we can kind of call it and ease in to some easy listening as we talk about the music, baby.
1: Smooth jazz. Uh, So let's talk about the
0: music of this anime. And let's start with the intro. That intro is Don't Make Me Wild Like You by
2: Etsuke Nishio. Such a fun one. Such a fun opening. Yeah, it's it's like a total, like, yeah, it's it's super poppy. I really enjoy it. Let me tell you what I thought of when I heard this song. I was like, this is going to be, like, I'm imagining, like, it's me. Picture it. Sicily, 1912. No, I'm just kidding. But, like... <laughs> Colonial... <laughs> like the, Colonial Sicily, China. 1912. <laughs> Colo- Colonial Lakewood, 1991. So, <laughs> I'm like, this is, like, a song I would hear at the mall, like, when I was, like, going shopping near Spencer's or, like if I was going with my sister to get her ears I was literally Claire's, about to say this is more like, of a this is like that... song <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like the song like I would hear at like at the mall I was like there's always that one hit wonder song but I love it though it is such a fun song I am obsessed with songs that have the dizzy flute on it oh um, 100% so, like, I, I, love I really that. love that it. love that love
1: that you're at like Sbarro's and it's playing
2: yeah let's go to the mall and do a live let's episode that's mall, what I'm getting from this. everybody.
1: let's go mall everybody.
2: Come on. <laughs> That's my call. Robin Sparkles does the
1: same. <laughs> Honestly,
0: I wouldn't be mad at anyone if they picked it. I think that would be a good call. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the outro then. The outro is called Let's Keep It Friends or Let's Keep Let's Keep It Platonic
2: depending on the definition that you go with. Ooh. And it's by Kaori Sakagami. Okay, controversial opinion. I thought it was whatever. It was really filler for me. I liked it. I think.
0: I think it is like way weaker than the intro though.
2: Yeah. And I don't like, I know we've watched other animes where like it kind of makes sense to have a like more peaceful like anime outro because the anime itself. But is this so isn't intense. that. But this
1: one, I liked this is it. Not I that. think I may have liked it a little bit more than, than the intro.
0: That's fair. I honestly, I, I, I personally don't think it's as bad as Casey does, but I do think it's weaker. And I do agree with Casey's point that it's like not necessary for it to be slower.
1: I get it. We're all entitled to opinion and I think you're both wrong. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> it's a flashback yeah, to last week. I just liked week. it.
0: <laughs> this guy was going to tell us why we're all wrong. <laughs> all right. Well, with those thoughts then, since it seems that's kind of all we have to say about it, let's jump into my second favorite podcast segment. What contemporary or modern artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? And let's start with don't make me wild like you.
2: And Casey, why don't you tell us who you think would have done a good job with this? because I did already say Robin sparkles, I feel like the only other next best step is like, maybe let's say Tiffany. Oh, I like I Tiffany like a lot. Yeah, actually. I mean,
1: I was in that genre too.
2: I kind of was, mm-hmm. but
0: kind of wasn't. So I'm curious where we're all going with this, but I fully support Tiffany. I think Tiffany is the best amalgamation to do a Robin sparkles. So a plus.
2: I love you, Tiffany. I want to hear. <laughs> I think we're alone now in the mall with you. Any point.
1: So at first I just like, I was, again, tired. I was just like, I don't know, uh, Rebecca Black. But then I did change my answer. I went with the Bangles. Remind me what's like the big Bangles song
0: so that I can place them in my head. Walk Like an Egyptian.
1: But that's not the one I went with.
0: Manic Monday?
1: Yeah, I went with Manic Monday.
0: I totally hear that. Again, it's that like soft pop that like Tiffany, Robin Sparkles Mm. (laughs) and the Bangles
2: give you. Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson,
0: yeah, for sure. You know who else has some tracks that fall into that
2: soft pop genre? Carly Ray Jepsen. I knew you were gonna say Carly Ray Jepsen. I, I knew know. it. I felt it.
1: I knew it too, but you know, he is her number one
0: fan. Uh top 001 percent of listeners in twenty twenty. Yeah. Wow. I mean,
1: he's a new number one fan. Yes, but I don't
2: know. How are you faring in twenty twenty one? I and-
0: have I feel like I've listened to three songs this year so far. Honestly, oh, okay. me too. I've like, been on all I listen to is podcasts. This podcast on a loop (laughs) because you have to edit it (laughs) basically no i obviously listen to other podcasts like our dear friends they're not cousins uh are my one of my podcast inspirations wizard and the bruiser page seven Uh, you know uh, we have a lot of podcasts we listen to
1: Yes, my favorite murder last podcast on the left, and a new favorite of mine, Casey, which you might like, is um that's messed up, and it's a SVU Law and Order podcast. So,
0: uh, so the song we're all going with Ooh. is podcast recommendations. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, wait, let oh, me give mine. This is that's our kidding. new
1: podcast, by the way. Uh, it's just oh, podcast take recommendations. Take a shot. <laughs>
0: take a shot honestly New there's podcasts. so many podcasts in the world i wouldn't be surprised if there's a podcast that just each episode reviews like five or ten podcasts i like mm, that. so many good all right ones. so let's get into that outro then let's keep it friends or let's keep it platonic depending on the definition skylar why don't you kick us off with that one
1: well the reason why i had a weird reaction to what casey was saying a little bit earlier is because i chose debbie gibson specifically lost in your eyes
0: oh yeah a classic Skylar-specific song pick.
1: It's just reference, you guys, but Debbie Gibson. And, like, mm-hmm. Casey was just like, oh, yeah, it sounds like Debbie Gibson. It was like, ha Yeah. A different
0: one, there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what about... I, I do agree, though. I, I like that. Casey, what mm-hmm. about you?
2: This doesn't make sense. <laughs> just, I'm owning it ahead of time. Uh, because I was just like, I don't even like this song enough for me to give it a recommendation. Uh, but glad you put the the lyrics so much work oh. into <laughs> our podcast, Casey. Jeez. But... But, so I'll just chill out, <laughs> but-
1: Calm down, it, everyone. Everyone just calm down.
2: No, um, I did think because of the lyrics, I thought of uh, Let's Be Friends by Carly Rae Jefferson. Oh my God. we <laughs> um, are just all swapping around. <laughs> yeah. Let's be friends. Remember that song? It came out like last year when we went
0: out yes. and did things. <laughs> and I mean, the song is called Let's Keep <laughs> It Friends. So it's a, it's a close approximation. I went with a weird one too. And I'm going to pull a classic Skylar specific song choice. And we're going we're gonna to pull out good old Whitney Houston. that I want to dance with somebody.
2: A colonial hit.
1: Interesting.
2: Colonial Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to dance with somebody, please oh god
0: (laughs) but i like how we kind of like swapped around completely like we did like a musical chairs for our intro and outro but i mean it's they're very similar genres so i think it fits all right well i i really loved that i think we all had a lot of good picks i would listen to all of them i think with that information we should take a quick break watch a few clips that i've prepared for you to get some additional context see what else you can think about the anime and we'll be right back after we watch those. so everyone stay tuned konnichiwa my fellow weebs pj here thanking you as always for listening to our podcast safe to say this may be our most off-topic and serious episode simultaneously regardless we hope you're enjoying it because i know we sure enjoyed recording it obviously we acknowledge that we are discussing very serious topics that don't directly impact us and we are speaking as outsiders So for any of the issues we discussed, please make sure to seek out resources from those most impacted, such as the AAPI. We definitely tried to keep a balance though, and hopefully we didn't just bring you down all episode with the harsh realities of life, and we still allowed you to escape into some anime fun. Keep finding those new escapes by keeping up with us on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kawaii Desu Pod. On Facebook, you can also find the official Kawaii Disappointment group, where you can interact with us as well as other friends of the podcast. Or go to our website with an all new, far less complicated name, kawaii for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K A W A I I D E S U P O D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. Special shout out to La 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 Forever and Famous X for leaving reviews on iTunes. You're both pretty kawaii desu in our book. Join us again this coming Monday as Casey harnesses his inner Cosmo to unlock the 7th Sense as he watches Saint Seiya, Knights of the Zodiac, as we continue through Classics Month. Now, back to the podcast. All right, we're back and we had Casey watch some additional clips, get some additional context, see some additional transformations. Casey, tell me, with all of that, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, I think it's a really interesting anime. Um, definitely watching it now in 2021. Looking back at this, it definitely, um, I think it, it's an important anime, so I'm really happy to have seen it. I, I think I wish the comedy would have gone further, in my opinion. I know that's going to be controversial. Um, and it's still a good anime, but I think I would, like, I wish it would have gone even more, like, awkward or inappropriate or harder, um, or been more serious. I feel like it's in a weird spot, kind of, in my opinion. See, whereas
0: me and Skylar literally, like, never stopped laughing while we were
2: watching this. We were
1: cracking up.
2: Like, like, there were some good moments, but I just want, I think I wanted more, like, um, I think I just wanted them to go further, you know? I mean,
0: I get that that's your perspective. I'm just saying, like we literally never stopped laughing during this, these episodes.
2: Yeah. It's still, it's a good, it's a funny one though. It's, I think it's also like with a touchy subject, I do want to give them credit. Like I think the comedy they do have like really does help facilitate like this really unusual um, premise for an anime, especially at that time.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I to an extent, I'm also glad they never like, really get into being weird about it. Like, it's never like he's like
1: time to take advantage of Ron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like oh, there's God, never yeah. anything
0: super like that. Like it's always played very like straightforward. Like even when he's a girl, he's never like, Oh, I hate that. I'm a girl. And now I'm like this girly girl. and Like, I can't do anything. I'm not strong anymore. Like he's just as good of a fighter. She's just as good of a fighter. You know, like, you know, they never like dumb her down or weaken her up when she's a girl, yeah. which I, I do appreciate a lot. Well,
1: uh, something that I really appreciate of um, Rumiko Takahashi is she writes really strong women. Like it always like across her bodies of work, you could see it, whether it's like Renee or Inuyasha and especially this, like she gives women a lot of power. And I, I love that. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I like that scene we watched with the, uh, where she fights off all the boys, like problematic that that's happening. But like, She herself looks like a total badass.
1: Yeah, she doesn't have to be saved, and I love that. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah, there's, like, no implication that, I mean, like, literally all, like, the best athletes in the school are running at her every morning and she handles them before the first bell rings. Like,
2: that's badass. In, like, one minute, yeah.
1: And the only reason Tuxedo Mask even begins to fight... (laughs) begins to fight rama is because uh he deems them standing too close to each other it's not like rama came down to help you know help her fight him
2: 100 percent. kind of talking on before like how they didn't make it weird but like also like i'm happy like i mean i in the episodes i've seen like i didn't really like i thought there might be like trans there could have been like transphobic undertones to like this whole narrative but there wasn't any of that, you know, and especially yeah, like, it's
0: surprisingly handled very graciously. Like, obviously, there's jokes mm-hmm. about like people finding Rama attractive, but it's never like
2: anything weirder than that, really.
1: Yeah, like the worst is like, ooh, boobies,
2: right? <laughs> Which is a uh, girl, a uh, older girl touching younger girls' boobs, but that's the the weirdest it gets. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, but yeah, you're right. Like it it doesn't it doesn't get weird, and there's no like. There's nothing about, like, him transitioning that makes it weird. Like, it's just, it's nice to let it be what it is, and it still feels pretty pure.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, it's my favorite aspect of the anime. Mm-hmm.
2: With all of that that you saw, did you end up with a favorite character, Casey? Oh, 1,000% Akane. She's pretty great. I, I was going to be the, like, the other sister that has, like, the shorter hair because she's really funny.
1: Nabiki, she's my favorite yeah, character. Nabiki. Nabiki's
2: yeah, Nabiki's pretty great. I almost said her, but I just loved, like, Akane like standing up for herself and like beating the crap out of all those people trying to like date her.
0: Uh yeah, Akane's my favorite character. Shampoo's a close second though. But Akane's also my favorite character. Shampoo's hair, chef kiss. <laughs> Shampoo's hair, an action I did this morning. <laughs> all right. Well, with all of that then, Casey, uh, we're gonna come to the question that's on everyone's minds. Uh would you continue watching Ranma one half? Surprisingly, no.
1: It's not that surprising, honestly.
2: I just mean for me, like, I don't know. I just think like I wanted more, I think, more action, which I know we do get later
0: second on. second go even a little an inch into show, Joe Casey's like, I'm <laughs> out.
2: I'm out. Exactly.
1: Well, I mean, when we were watching it earlier, um, PJ, you were like, I don't think Casey's going to like this because there's too much boob. So, I mean, at least he's going with a different answer this time. I don't think I, I did
2: not say there was too much boob. I said, no, 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 no. We were
0: about. just, we tend to predict what your reaction is going to be. <laughs> it's
1: no, kind of like it, a little drinking game for us. And a lot of times there has been like, oh, there's too much like female sexuality in here. I'm not about it.
2: Sexuality in general.
1: Well, no, it's, te- it's typically uh female sexuality.
2: Oh, well that's true. Cause they don't really do a lot of male sexuality stuff anyways. Yeah. But, uh, but I, but yeah, I like, it is, um. it's funny that you said, you guys said that, though, like, I did, I did think about that when I'd seen all the boobs in this one, and I was like, well, it's kind of nice that the boob thing is still, feels pretty pure and not gross, Yeah, I also. never
0: felt like, oh, look at these titties. Like, it was literally just like, yep, those are boobs. I <laughs> yep. mean,
1: like, it was definitely, like, a vehicle for, like, pervert jokes, but it wasn't, like, It didn't stay too long on it. Like, it was still very, like...
0: It was just kind of there.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, But Mm -hmm. I'm not super surprised it's a no. I think it's not giving me what I want out of it. I think they're offering two really interesting narratives. Like, I mean, I'm not... I guess not narratives, but, like, it's an action, like, it has this, like, shoujo style or shounen style. But, like, I also, at the same time, like, I like the idea of, like, this, like, intergender, you know, cisgender, you know, fluid situation and i feel like oh well i also would be really interested to see it go more that direction strictly but like and make that more of the focal point you know but like it's kind of like we're not doing that so i don't know i feel like it's not giving me enough of what i want you know what i mean
1: i mean yeah but like at the end of the day rama is still a man and he's trying to break the curse like he doesn't want to be a woman and that's perfectly fine
2: right no i know i just wish that it was a different scenario i agree with you like like mm-hmm. it's, it, it is I, I see what you're saying what it is. I just wish like, oh, this could be so much better had they gone down, I guess, for me, like the road of telling that narrative. But I know that's like not really, dare I say, possible at that time period, but I, I, yeah, that's my thing.
1: I don't think it's not the not possible for the time period. I think it's just that's not what the story is.
2: Well, then, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like it is, I just wish it was something different. That's all. I wish, like, I like what they started with. I just wish it was a different thing.
1: You wish it was Sailor Moon season five.
2: Uh, okay. Um, I feel like you made your opinion
0: very clear, Casey. Mm hmm. And Rama one half is the first Kawaii disappointment of 2021. There you go. Hope you're happy, the JK fir- Rowling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, with that, we have our first quiet Disappointment of 2021, but maybe we'll be able to salvage a little bit of the mood here by jumping to
1: America's favorite podcast segment. Is there an AMV for that? AMV,
2: Anime music videos, is there an AMV for that? All right, Casey, you know the rules. Gimme a song and artist. absolutely. okay, so the reason I chose this was because do you remember when uh, Ranma was like telling Akani about like how he had like as a girl he had better like a better chest than her? Um yeah, and so that for that reason alone, i I literally wrote down, I was like, probably doesn't exist, but because of how he did this to her, um I'm gonna put don't shit by Pussycat dolls. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
2: I was like, it's not gonna happen, but might as well. Here we stand
0: with a Don't You buy the Pussycat dolls and <laughs> to Toronto yes. One
2: Half. Don't you wish your girlfriend <laughs> Don't was. ever let people tell you the dreams don't come true. <laughs> oh my god. This is what that miracle movie by Disney was about. I was like, yeah, it's not about ice skating and the Russians, it's about me and Don't You Buy Pussycat dolls.
0: Do you believe in miracles?
2: Do you believe in <laughs> oh. miracles? Oh uh, god. Uh but that's a uh perfect
0: three points on the board for you here, Casey.
2: <laughs> that's a- that's hilarious.
1: With that said, it's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus round. Is there an AMV for Ranma One Half to Evanescence "Bring Me to Life"?
2: Ooh, let's see. I bet. I bet it probably does have it, though. Honestly, again,
0: remember my rule from like a week or two ago, where I was like, honestly, if it at least came out before night before two thousand five, it probably exists.
1: Yeah, no, it mm. does.
0: And I'm right because there's
2: like eight of these. <laughs>
0: And Maybe. honestly, this is the first time in a long time I'm going to agree with you, Casey. That doesn't make sense.
2: <laughs> Thank you. God, it's really been a vindication. I thought
1: for me. it was very possible that there wouldn't be um, just because it is so comedy based. But yeah, I'm happy we got all four points. Woo. Yeah. I can't
2: wait to redeem them for nothing. Oh, you know what would have been a good song too then? What's the song by um Oh Somebody Told Me by The Killers? That would've oh, been good no. too. If you had a boyfriend
0: who looked like, like a girlfriend. girlfriend. Uh that would have been fun.
2: I still need someone to explain to me what that song's about.
0: No, it's him shitting on this on his girlfriend's new boyfriend saying that he has like long haired feminine features and doesn't look like a man like he does.
2: Yeah, it's, oh. it's-
1: toxic yeah
2: it's really confusing like the lyrics but anyways i'm glad we cleared that up
0: with that solid four points in the book i think that's what we're gonna have to call it we hope you guys had a good time listening a transforming time listening Huh? i almost uh, thought you said transphobic next week that's oh oh no hopefully not (laughs) hopefully not if any of our listeners are transphobic stop being our listeners por favor or just stop being transphobic i was
1: gonna say or learn and grow learn to
0: be better learn to be better and you can do that by listening (laughs) to kawaii disappointment
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god jk Uh, rowling
0: if you're out there this is for you (laughs) this is for you jk rowling yo
1: jk stop it
0: (laughs) (laughs) but with that we'll see you again next week but until then we hope your weight isn't a kawaii disappointment i've
2: been pj
1: i've been skylar
2: i've been heavy Casey, have a good one. Bye. That's even Bye. Mean. <laughs> you know what it means. Goodbye. Bye. Adiós.
0: Good Bye. 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 Sayonara.